1: Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl
2: Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's Hello. going on, Larry?
1: I knew you're gonna ask, it's just another day in Selling from the Heart paradise, Daryl. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> it is paradise, it's an authentic
2: <laughs> paradise. By the <laughs> way, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, and we call that selling from the heart. Larry, it is such a great time right now. I'm thankful that uh, we've got a fantastic guest today. I'm thankful for all the amazing people that, uh, that are coming around, selling from the heart as uh, really, I think more than anything, a movement of professionals saying, hey, I, I buy into this. Sales leaders, I buy into this. Authenticity works.
1: No, it it does. And I love the word that you use, movement. That's our deep commitment to everybody who's following us at Selling from the Heart. We're truly building a movement. And we've always said, Daryl, you know, when we have sidebar conversations, it's like people self-select them into Selling from the Heart.
2: It really is cool. And so if this resonates with you, maybe this is your first episode. Maybe you've just been binge listening to Selling (laughs) from the Heart episodes. Uh, If you have, I'm sorry. Uh, Hey, 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 hey.
1: No, don't be sorry. If they're binge, what they're they're getting some out of it, dude. It's good. <laughs> it's good. If you're going
2: to be hooked on something, hooked on something from the art. Hey, if you, if you identify with this, you'd love to hang out in the Selling from the Art Insiders group. And today's episode is brought to you by the people in the Selling from the Art Insiders group, which is a community of authentic sales professionals. It gathers every Friday. It actually gathers every day because we're communicating all the time in our private social network. But if you need some inspiration, some encouragement, and you'd like to get uh, surrounded by like hearted people that can lift you up and sometimes hold you accountable, ah, you need to check out the Selling from the Heart Insiders Group at sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders.
1: And that, that, you know what? This is a great segue into introducing our guest, Daryl, because inside the Insiders Group, we get into some very interesting and genuine conversations.
2: Well, and if you think about sales and boil it all down (laughs) to the role of a sales professional, really, um, you could almost say that selling is initiating and uh, moving conversations forward, right? And so that's why I am so excited about our guest today. Larry, why don't you introduce one of the world's foremost experts on conversation? <laughs> uh no, no, that sounds like I'm going ahead and introducing her already. Welcome
1: no, to the podcast. <laughs> we well, already did. So sorry, Mary. Daryl stole my thunder. Mary Schmidt, welcome to Selling from the Heart. But it you know what though, it's been it's been truly amazing to get to know Mary. We've had some really great conversations. A special thank you to our one and only Jackie Joy for bridging the introduction mm-hmm. between Mary and myself. But Mary, we look forward to having you on this podcast.
0: Welcome. Thank you. And I am very grateful to be here to add to what I can about the conversations that really do authentically reach people and build trust.
2: This is going to be great. Well, Mary, as we get started, though, to just prime the pump on this conversation, (laughs) you know the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers. And what does it mean to you, Mary, to sell from the heart?
0: It means something really quite simple, and that is I care enough about you to find out what is the problem that you're trying to solve or how i may help you to get to where you want to go
1: short simple right to the point oftentimes married selling from the heart we just call it just simply giving a rip and you know to me it it's caring yeah. and without caring then i always <laughs> challenge to go then what so you know as before we get started in all this i'm just curious when it comes to this where where do sales people just you know, in, in your thought process, where do you think salespeople kind of go astray a little bit? Because, you know, we talk about, you know, selling from the heart being like an authentic lifestyle, but mm-hmm. I think there's there's a point where they can actually show that they're caring where it comes across inauthentic.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think that the very first thing is that we fail to create the safety in the conversation. Dumb. So I say if we're not intentionally including people in the conversation, we're unintentionally and accidentally excluding them. And that's the number one thing we need to do starting out any conversation is to intentionally include and invite people into the conversation.
2: Wow. I, that right there is, that's we a got, We got to nugget. peel this back. We got we're to peel like this one back. We're like just getting started. And that one right there is a like rewind highlight. So Unpack that, if you would, for us just a little bit. Like, How do we invite people into the conversation?
0: So it's a core of all the work that we do. We tap into bringing out the best in them. And how do we do that Mm -hmm. is we simply stop with the noise and all this rapport building and making friends. Instead, start with an emotional connection that simply says, I'm happy to be here with you today. I'm looking forward to our conversation. I'm glad that we can spend our time today much different than how's the weather what's going on yada 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 they can get that on any app quite honestly and you know when i think about it (laughs) when i think about it and you think about conversations just in general that you've been in and they start with that kind of like small talk i kind of like think to myself like okay when are we going to get through this and get down to the real matter of why i'm here or what this conversation is about
1: you know, I,
0: I space with all this chit chat. That's irrelevant. It has nothing to do with me.
1: And and I like I like what you just said because there's there's a couple words that have always been near and dear to me for a very long time. And it's how you connect and relate to somebody. Mm-hmm. And if you just stop and think about it, it's, I, I think, uh, and now I'm speaking for all the salespeople out there because I know it's happened to me. It's happened to Daryl, Mary, it's probably happened to you as well. And our listeners is we have that awkward moment in those first couple minutes of a conversation. What am mm-hmm. I going to say? And, and all that. It's, it's happened to all of us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so what do we feel that awkwardness with?
1: filler stuff awkward filler, yeah. small talk right <laughs> awkward
2: small talk <laughs> i really like what you just brought into this okay. though because i have i have struggled like i'm a get down to business guy right if there's a mm-hmm. disc profile i'm like a capital d with bold underlined all of that so i you know there's a bottom line at part of me that wants to get to the the conversation but i felt like if i don't bring small talk, if you will, into the beginning of the conversation that um, I'm being rude, but to do it the way that you just suggested, which is like, I'm really happy to be here. I'm excited about this. I'm looking forward to this. kind of, And then let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I love that. I absolutely love that, Mary. Uh, I'm, I feel like I've gotten my money's worth out of this episode, so I'm going to leave you and Larry to finish i'm just kidding
1: that that right there and hey, that's okay because maybe we'll, we'll never get... forget daryl that's okay because maybe we'll get more listeners
2: <laughs> oh ouch
1: there no. we go we just we have a really we good time each other There's sorry a, mary
2: i don't know that's probably not friendly so you need to coach <laughs> me and larry on having more uh <laughs> collegial conversations
0: <laughs> but what where do we miss it yeah, yeah. Because I think that's what we've been taught and we don't know anything else. That's what you do in every conversation. This is what you do and this is what you say. And this is the mark. Mm. It's all conversation. No one conversation is the same. But what it is the same in a conversation is that I want to know that you are open to me. And what better way to open than start with something really generic, but heartfelt, yeah. like mm. I'm happy. We can be here to share this together, that we can share this time. Now, you may have someone who's a high and simply say, well, let's get on with it. That's fine. But you've at least made that initial connection that they'll remember for a long time.
1: And this, this is good. In, and I love the beginning of this. Then where would be, be the second part of that bridge, Mary, that says, okay. Because a lot of times when I start conversations, I'll say, hey, Mary, I'm super excited. I've been looking forward. To yeah. our conversation. Yeah. Now help our listeners and the salespeople out there go, okay, now what's a great bridge to continue to invite that person into the conversation?
0: Great question. Two, there's two different ways that I teach. So the f- next thing is like, you know, I can give you my boring bio, you know. So nice, nice that we're sharing this conversation. You know, I could start by giving you my boring bio, but that's not really what I want to share with you. What I want to share and what I'd like to learn from you, if it's okay with you, is who are you and how did you get here? what's your journey? What's your story? Uh, And you open it up because it's all about them and their story. And then you listen. That's Well, that's a second thing is you just let them unfold. They will tell you everything that you want to know in a few few minutes. And then when it comes to you, it's not about your pitch. It's about who you are. What got you to this journey? What is mm it? I call it um, when I work with you, I say, what's your defining story? You guys all both have, when i read yours in your book, Larry, you, there was this moment where you just knew there was a different way, in a better way.
1: Yeah, you know, I, oftentimes, and I've been told by a near and dear friend of mine, uh, you know, close mentor of mine, you never know somebody until you know their backstory, just think about this in sales. If we can just layer in that backstory, just watch what starts to happen. Which means it goes back to you know slow down, sell faster. And our near dear, near and dear friend Kevin Davis, who wrote the book on it, is this slows it down a little bit, but it actually speeds the connection point up.
0: And do you know why that is? Do you would you like to know why that is? Absolutely,
1: it has to. It, it's got to do with something up here, something up in the totally. brain.
0: Totally has something to do with up there, because we enter every conversation with a bit of angst and anxiety, like, what are they going to say? And where is it going to go? And uncertainty. And when we're talking from the uncertainty, our conversation shut us down. Mm. and so what we want to do is leading the conversations and guiding the conversations and do what we can to open it up because when we open up our brain gets a hit of oxytocin and oxytocin is a social bonding chemical that no matter who you are male or female it doesn't matter it's a human nature and it's a human way that we connect so i say let's just ding that green bell green is oxytocin it opens up the brain so we can think and we can begin to build trust because that's where trust lives so let's figure out what we can say and what we can do to ding the bell the, the green bell so that can open. it open and it's the little things that we do that make the difference
2: mhm and this is um i, I love that uh, that concept of of getting centered before that conversation and not walking in with anxiety on this because Our good friend Don Barden and so much other research as well as Don's research says people don't remember anything you tell them like it's just a tiny little bit, but they all remember how you made them feel. And as I'm listening to this today, that how you made them feel thing really begins the from that first sentence, <laughs> that uh, that first engagement that comes, uh, you know, that it's not, it's not the later part of the conversation. It starts like right from the get-go, if I'm hearing you correctly.
0: Right from the get-go, the first words that are out of your mouth, but you highlighted an incredibly present point that, that many people fail to do and that's prepare themselves. Hmm. What you think of before you go into the conversation, what's on the top of your mind is what will come out. So how do you prepare yourself to be calm? And present and get your own mind open. You simply, I recommend that you simply think about them, not you. Think about who they are and, and what might be going on in their world and what it might be like for them to sit across from you in a conversation. Mm, You've oh. already set your mind up not to think about you and what am I going to say next. You've set yourself up to say what's important to them.
1: Oh, I, I love this. And here's something that that I think about often, and some people may not agree, and that's okay, is I think we need to go into some of these conversations and just simply let it flow and go where it goes. Now we're gonna, you know, a smart sales professional is going to lean into these conversations. And through that, they're going to, they could steer this through some great questions and curiosity, Mm -hmm. but what would it be like if we just let those conversations go where they go without a hidden agenda? What does that look like?
0: For me, that's what we call co-creating an agenda. So here's the deal. If I have no idea where the conversation is going to go, I may feel a little bit nervous and like, What's going to happen here? So what I, what I teach people and what I recommend is simply to say, so what's most important? Now you've got a sense of who they are, right? You've got the, the, connect, the personal connection building. So what's most important for you today? Mm. Not starting with, here's my agenda. Here's what we're <laughs> going to cover. At the end of it, da, 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 da. No, no, just relax and let them go first. What would you like to get out of this meeting? And listen, and listen. And then if it's appropriate, and sometimes it isn't, sometimes if it may be a first conversation and and what you want to do is get to know each other, that's it. Then you say to them, that's great. That's exactly what I had on my mind, is that we take this time to get to know one another. Perfect. If there's more to it, you can then say, um, let's say it's a second or third conversation, you simply say, so I still want to talk about what's happened between, what's going on in your world between the last time you met and meeting now and where you'd like to go. Oh, yes. And by the way, I had a couple things I wanted to talk about. And then you share that. Not only do you let them take control to talk about what's important to them, it shows that you've prepared and given some thought. And then you can work it together. You sort of co-create the agenda. So we'll talk about this and this. Okay. That should, that should be our, our, that's our roadmap for today. How does that sound to you?
2: oh this is where were you at eight o'clock this morning i've had two first in meetings today with no agenda that was perfect yeah
0: it's that simple it's that
1: easy wow larry yeah but amazing what, what mary's just brought up and and i see this time and time again and i think this is where a lot of people in sales struggle and i'll call them like those uh the transition comments or the transition conversations that take it from point a to point B it's those four to six to seven words in a conversation that you string along that mm-hmm. takes it from where you're at to the next step. This yeah. is gold. Cause a lot of people in sales struggle with this, Mary.
0: Yeah. And what I always say to keep in mind is partnership, partnership, partnership. It's you and I shoulder to shoulder, Working together to get to where you want to go. It's not where I think you should go, but it's together. You know, it's like this whole thought of like, you have an idea that's yellow. I have an idea that's white. But we put the yellow idea together and the white idea together. We come up with a whole new shade of yellow, a whole new way of looking at
2: Hmm.
0: what's going on. That's called really co-creation. It's when you and I work in partnership to define and redefine what we can do.
2: That is really beautiful in terms of, you know, if you think about fast forward a little further down the sales cycle, if you will, or the buying Mm -hmm. cycle, every, every great sales professional would say, I want a seat at the table. Like I want a seat at the table. I don't want to be across the table. I want to be side by side. Well, how do you get a seat at the table? It sounds like you're saying that this, uh, begins in that first conversation when you co-create an agenda. So we're already collaborating. We're like two minutes into the meeting and we're already setting this up to be a collaborative, creative relationship. Beautiful. Yes. beautiful.
0: Because if we want a seat at the table, we have to give the other person a seat at the table too.
1: Mm-hmm. A comfortable seat. A really
0: comfortable, seat. <laughs> really comfortable. A seat. A seat that's safe, right? A comfortable seat. Yeah. That's yeah. safe so that they can let down their guard enough to know that they can tell you what it is that's on their mind.
1: Oh, I, I love this. And, and um, for, for everyone who hasn't grabbed a copy of Mary's book, I encourage you to go out and grab it, make her break conversations. But I want I th- walk us through the inspiration behind this and, and what makes a great conversation conversely. What breaks a conversation?
0: So it all, you know, it all starts with an idea and knowing that there's something missing in the marketplace, if you will, there's something missing. So as a former executive in, a, in the healthcare organization, I, my family would say to me, oh my God, you're the highest paid babysitter that I know. All you do is take care of people, take care of people. Take care of people. And well, that's not exactly true. I thought I had more impact than that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's awesome.
0: <laughs> but when it, got, when it got down to it, there were some people that were easy to get along with and that would join in and do the work with me. And there were some people that just went so resistant that I, no matter what I tried or did, that I, um, I, I couldn't make headways with them. And so, you know, going to my CEO, I said, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong or right? He says, well, just keep talking. They'll, they'll eventually get on the page. Well, that's not good enough for me. So I began to do some research. That's about, that was about in 2015. And the whole concept of trust sort of hit the scene. This is what trust is. This is what you do. This is what, here's some tips and tricks. And here's the script of what you do to, to create trust. You know what, guys? That wasn't good for me. Hmm. That wasn't good enough. There had to be a reason about why this happens. Why some people are so easy to talk to with and get on the same page with. And why for some people it's so difficult. So fast forward, I enrolled and studied with Judith Glaser for three years to learn the neuroscience of conversations.
2: Oh, wow. Mm.
0: Yeah, there had to be a reason. And there is a reason. There is a reason. It's called the neuroscience of conversation, what goes on in our brain that allows us to connect or protect. Because the result of what we say will make me want to open up or back off and close down. And so when I'm closed down, I don't build trust. So the result of the conversation is trust. It doesn't start with trust. It begins with your conversation. Everything we do begins with conversation. So long story short, I um, began working in the financial services industry, not because I liked them, but because I swore them off and they just had absolutely nothing (laughs) of value to give to me. In fact, they made me feel stupid. Were they right? Yes. Were they good at what they do? Yeah, but they made me feel stupid. So I instead uh, focused on healthcare and IT. And along, as you will know, you know, some people have a bigger plan than I have a plan. And along came a financial planner and he said, will you work with me? And I thought, well, you know, truth be told, sure, you're paying the bill this time. Long and short of it is we got work together. And as part of working together, we did a role play. And he's going, he's leading this conversation. I'm thinking, my gosh, he's really good. He's listening to me and I think he cares. Is he really that good? Well, of course he is. I taught him. Bigger than that um i signed up to be his client so someone who said i will never just someone said please sign me up was a huge shift but it wasn't that alone 6 months after working with him and i had all the, i had the deal planned and we were doing well my husband died huh. unexpectedly of natural causes he was he just he died there was no not that there ever is any warning or that we know in people but out of the clear blue he just died and so i Remember distinctly coming home, opening up the door and simply saying, OK, I know the funeral stuff is taken care of. The stuff that I had to do, the stuff, the tasks, they're all done. But who's there for me? At that moment, I knew he was my safety net. And why? Because I trusted him. So the difference that we can make in people's lives, not just in our business, but as our business is a representation of us and the difference that we make in people's lives is huge. And so putting those two pieces together, I simply said, "Okay, I'm on a mission. There is a gap and a void about teaching people how to both the science and the skills of how do we really connect as human beings, whatever it is that you're doing. And that that then became the basis of the book.
1: It's wow. It's so powerful. Thank you for sharing it. And it's you, you keyed in Mary on a couple of things that are just near and dear to me. And um, oftentimes I've said that uh, we have certain gifts. I believe somewhere deep down inside, we all have certain gifts that were given something that comes easy and natural to me. And I, and I sense this does for you. And one of the things that really came easy and natural for me, but salespeople struggle with this is if you make somebody feel comfortable, Mm-hmm. In that first conversation, and I'm talking so comfortable that they go, I get this person. They're going to start sharing things in that very first meeting that I promise you this. They're not going to share with somebody else.
0: Yeah. I totally agree. And I I, I would, they will share things that they've never shared with anyone else before. And can you imagine how that feels to them? Yeah. Mm. That you yeah. are witnessed witness that because you take the time and because you know how to do that, how to really connect, you're really witnessing what it is that no one ever asks them. No mm-hmm. one cares enough to find out what's your backstory. Who are you? Why is this important? What's your defining moment? And I agree with you. I think we all have the defining moment. It's, and it's having the courage enough to simply say, what is that defining moment for me? And how do I then contribute to the world.
2: Mm. You know, I, I feel like this is an episode that if, that, that if someone wants is thinking about getting into sales, like listen to this, cause what we're hearing here is the heart of selling and the heart of a true servant that wants to help other people that really cares and not just the heart of it, but also the art of, of conversation. Um, what an incredible, incredible! Um, the way you've, you're coaching us today is amazing. We've got a couple minutes left, Mary. Um, I'm curious if you could say anything to this global audience of authentic sales professionals that you think we need to hear. I just want to open floor, open mic. Like, what <laughs> would you say? What would you say to the sales profession? You've got a big stage. And uh, so a lot of open hearts right now. What would you say?
0: I always say this one message that I learned long, long ago, there is nothing wrong with people's ability to trust. We need to learn how to lead a conversation that brings it out.
1: Wow. I wish there was a microphone (laughs) to drop here. Oh, no, no, I'm serious. And that's so powerful because Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes we're not coached enough in depth on the first first meeting. To me, it's the single most critical part of what happens next. You miss the mark on this. Game might not be over, but I've always said, you know, Mary, you're a salmon swimming upstream. If you miss the mark, (laughs) on that very first meeting. And this has been so action packed, but it's, it's that first five minutes. Cause even, you know, prior when you and I were just getting to know each other, I remember we got on this conversation. It's the first five minutes where the wheels are turning. Yeah. And it's, can I trust this person person? Are they worthy of having a conversation? Can I open up with this person? All this stuff's happening rapid fire.
0: I and love it's, it. I love yes, it. It's it's easy. And the thing is, you know, you guys, the thing that I say it's so it's e- it seems simple and it's sim- and it's easy, but it's not always that easy to do. Mm-mm. As anything, you know, you can be an empty suit, and I love that metaphor. <laughs> and so and those empty suits sometimes have empty conversations. So what would happen if we not only filled up the suit but filled up the conversation?
1: Mm. Oh
2: yes. Yes. <laughs> Mary. Oh, that was oh my good. goodness. How can people get more Mary Schmidt in their lives? I mean, this um, is great.
0: Think, connect with me on LinkedIn. That's awesome. where I do most of my connection. And uh, you know, I connect and if people have a question, I always have a conversation. It is not get and sell. It's like, <laughs> let me be of service, let me contribute to you. If that if you're so inclined to do that, it's always about helping someone else first. And contributing, that's, you know, I think that's what a mature person does is how can I not only not not about how great I am. Yeah, I know my stuff and I know that I know my stuff, but that's not the point. The point is, how can I take what I know and give you a a tidbit that's going to help you forward the work that you do? How can I contribute to the bigger goal?
2: What a beautiful conversation, Mary. What an honor to have you here and uh, Mm -hmm. everyone listening in. You can connect with Mary through the link in the show notes. While mm-hmm. you're there, get a copy of the book. You're going to want that and probably four highlighters to go with it. <laughs> uh, Mary, I want to say on behalf of everyone in the Selling from the Heart community, thank you. You are a true inspiration. This has been amazing and uh, you're a true Selling from the Heart champion. We appreciate you.
0: Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Larry. And for you and your contributions in creating this community. Thank you.
1: Oh, yeah, awesome. It's our pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. Larry, oh, wow. Wow.
2: We just think I, we keep, we keep raising the bar on this co- podcast. This today was so jam-packed with gold nuggets. Uh I am I'm so fired up. This concept of connect and contribute. I have a feeling this is going to become part of our vernacular here at Selling from the Heart. Yes, I use the word vernacular cuz we're having conversation. <laughs> Probably not use big words like that in conversations. Oh. But seriously though, connect and contribute This is a beautiful, it's right at the core of selling from the heart. I love it. So many great things in this, this uh, time today.
1: There is this podcast is a a pause and rewind because um, impactful conversations is to me is near and dear. This is where the magic happens. And it's, these are things that unfortunately many of us in sales struggle with when we're taught product and company and solution centric type conversations. Mm -hmm. Those are important, but those come up, those come somewhere down the road, not in the very beginning, not in the very beginning. And this is, uh, I'll go over and over and over again, the first five minutes. You got to nail the first five minutes of this conversation, especially in a world where trust and credibility in sales is so low. How do you build that? Learn to have intentional, caring, first conversations with people. I love it. Yeah, speed to heart for sure. What a great
2: conversation today. If you want to hang out with some folks and have a great conversation, join the Selling from the Heart Insiders group Uh, It's a great place to practice. You'll find some very authentic people in there. You'll have a fantastic time. You'll grow professionally. We've got an exciting roster of folks coming up. So make sure to like, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening. Um, And by the way, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who is uh, leaving reviews on the podcast, on the Selling from the Heart book. That helps us spread the word. And this is truly a movement of authenticity in the sales profession. And Larry... What a blast. What an honor uh, to be able to uh, hang out with you and hang out with this amazing community of sales professionals.
1: You know what? The movement's growing. It's growing every single day. I sincerely appreciate you. And I know Daryl does as well. Thank you for being a part of the Selling from the Heart community. All right. Well, until
2: next time, keep being genuine. Keep being authentic. Keep adding real value. Have meaningful conversations. And most of all, sell from the heart.